Welcome. You're listening to the Michelle Miao Show here on the Progressive Voices Network. On this beautiful Thursday, we are launching a brand new program that we're bringing here on the show, and it's the Jack and Marmar Show. Enjoy. Da, 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 da. <laughs> hey, hey, this is Jack. This is Marmar. And this is the Jack and Marmar Show coming at you. Hey. We're so gay, so you don't have to be. So just sit back and relax, honey, and listen to it. We're keeping it real. Keeping it queer. Keeping it clear. Hey. So, this new health thing you're on. Yes. We were talking offline about this. Yes. What is the new health pick you're on? The new health pick I'm on is just eating healthy, being more of a cautious eater, and being aware of, like, what you're consuming into your body. You know what people say, what you are, what you eat. And (laughs) I'm calling me a pussy. No. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. You're my son. I just had Tourette's syndrome. Okay, it's okay. It's all right. And now you just insulted Tourette's syndrome people. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. My, Apologize. My producer is everybody. coming down on me. Oh god. It's early in the morning, you know. It's and it's producer my Shar is here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's called blurt-itis. It blurt- means you can't control blurting. Blurt-itis. <laughs> it's my control. own making up. You're <laughs> so right, and I'm so hideously ashamed that I just blurted that out in front of my son. Well, he's 23 now. Okay, right. back to health. Sorry. <laughs> so, I'm on this new health <laughs> kick. Um, what fueled the fire in me was actually one of two things. Was we didn't the- start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was Facebook. Was Facebook, that's what one of three things Facebook, Jungle Book, Gwyneth Paltrow. Whoa! (laughs) Wait, back that up. Okay, let me break it down. Jungle Book? Yes. So, Facebook, of course, you get all these, I get all these, bombarding, whatever, yeah. Right. And then Jungle Book, um, the intro in the movie was this boy, he's like, he's actually like the outcast of black sheep because there's no human in the jungle. So they're like, what is this What is this person walking on two legs? Why Little is he creature. looking like this? Yeah. Right. They call him like the man cub. And his pack. The man was, cub. Right. Oh my God, Disney is so great. <laughs> his, um, his pack was the wolves. Because the wolves are the one that found him like stranded in the jungle when the lion killed his dad. Okay. But anyway, spoiler alert. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So he's like walking and the wolves tell him like, remember... No, no hunting. They're not prey. They're your friends. Oh, and so like the wolves don't. I forgot. John yeah, they don't. They're not hunting each other in the movie. They're not hunting each other. Oh, Everybody's, they don't hunt. They hunt others. They hunt like humans because they don't like humans. Oh. So, so they're teaching little Jungle Book guy to be to like hunt. to have a total paleo diet. I don't know what paleo is. It's all meat. It's like oh, pretend you're a caveman. Oh, okay. Um, but didn't cavemen eat like meat? They ate. Yeah, that's the point. Like, only it, basically, it's the renaming of the Atkins diet, which was okay. like you know protein and vegetables, no no processed foods and breads and stuff. But anyway, yeah. I we digress. Yeah. Back to Jungle Book and his <laughs> man cub self. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it was a Jungle Book, and it just fueled the fire. It's like animals are meant to be wild and free and as pets. Not to be consumed in our body because we are what we eat. We're eating if we're eating a dead animal, we're we're putting dead that dead energy into our bodies. That's just going deep in and about it. I mean, some people don't think that deep about it, but that's just me. Like when I see a piece of meat, I just think about like an animal slaughtered or something. But and then the how Gwyneth Paltrow 
went into it was that she was actually on the Chelsea show, which is, it's not on um, network right now. It's on streaming on Netflix, which is cool. It gives her like more. But isn't um, Gwyneth kind of, she goes off the deep end on this kind of stuff. No. Well, the thing, that's what a lot of people, I think people don't What's really understand. What's the name of her site? Gloop? Goop. Goop. Yeah. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> I don't get that. That was her first mistake. Yeah, that, that name was just a mess. But a lot, a lot of a lot of people are misunderstood with Gwyneth. It's just like she she doesn't want to like consume the regular the regular because Americans their their diet is sixty percent processed food, right. and so her she's like I don't want to do that. I right. want to consume natural stuff into my body. You know, you right. are what you eat, right. and that's why people think Gwyneth Paltrow is like stuck up and bougie and stuff like that. It's like no, she doesn't want to conform to what other Americans do. She wants to have her regular diet. And so that's that's where I'm on. I just want to be, I just want to be more conscious pure, and aware of what I'm putting in my body. Yeah, right. I yeah. got you. Oh, and, and <laughs> <laughs> <like>, okay. <laughs> more pure what you're putting into your body. I yeah. like that. Yeah. As your parent, I totally 100 percent in all agree. outlets in my life. Yes. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm wait, with you, you missed a person. You wait, said the here's jungle. producer Shar. They, they know who I <laughs> they am. They read okay. the description before they clicked on it. You don't okay. have to say it every time. So you said the Jungle Book and some other kind of book. And then, Facebook. Oh, so Facebook. not Facebook. Face the Facebook. The, the Facebook. Jungle Book <laughs> and the Gwyneth Paltrow. The Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I. Yeah, you know, and the other thing, you can eat kosher meat. You know, it's all about how you how you kill the animal. Kosher right. meat. Oh no, I hey, I got some Canadian cousins. They go out and hunt that shit. Okay, oh. I mean, they're like <laughs> they eat what they kill, so they've taken it a step further. But I I hear you. You know, the thing with Gwyneth, I guess, that bothers me a little bit, just a little bit, mm-hmm. is um, it's really expensive to live that it kind is of life. Very expensive. And okay, hello, she's rich. Now, my thing is, you know, I got Italian family and we just Mediterranean diet. Okay. So not the processed, uh, you know, saturated fats, oil, olive oil, virgin pressed olive oil. So you cook with that. It's kind of, it's, you know, not as bad on your heart. You don't eat meat every night. You know, this American thing, you know, stew and potatoes, it's not good for you. And frankly, evolutionary wise, our bodies were not made. So I'm agreeing with you. I think it's just that we need to put it in a context that a lot of folks can understand because right. a lot of folks can't afford to eat like one yes. outro. Yes. We don't have private chefs. Yes. Um, and we don't have, we can't afford like shop, you know, you have to be really picky and choosy, but it is what I'm liking. And you know, I got my backyard chickens, yo. Right. I got my hands. My girls like the, you know, yeah. um, and they make, beautiful fresh organic eggs because yeah. i know what i'm feeding them and they're cake free and then we're using their poop to fertilize the other garden stuff that we're growing so we got a little ecosystem and you can do <laughs> stuff really simply but yeah i yeah. think it's the meat thing and if you're going to eat meat to not eat a lot of processed meats yeah you know so but how does that relate like what do your friends think about it yeah, and like the thing with the expensive thing, like fresh veggies, you can always grow stuff like you know in your backyard or, or just have a little. If if, if you're in an apartment, you can have something like hang that hangs out your window, like a little garden or something. Like you just have to have a passion for it. it yeah, it's not something that's going to be easy to do. It has to be something that you don't know, have a passion for. Or like aquaponics. Have you heard about it? No. <laughs> okay, so it's like 
you know, with hydroponics and everybody's doing growing weed and stuff now because yeah. in a lot of states it's legal. <laughs> You're laughing, but this is how we're going to pay for schools, people. Um, <laughs> aquaponics, you grow, like you have your little, a lot of people in the Middle East do this because there's no water. Right. And you have your tub of water. And it evaporates. It's feeding the the plants that you're growing above it that feeds the bacteria. You can put oh, like fish in there. Anyway, so it's like this mini ecosystem yeah. you have with water and plants. Um, aquaponics is what it's called. It's going to be the wave of the future, not so distant future. And you can grow in small places. So you can have your fresh veggies. You can have. And it, what I love is that a lot of vacant lands, like in West Oakland and everything, they're converting to these these community patch gardens. Yeah. You know, um, I think it gets complicated when you do want to be a meat eater. So it's what you're going to have a little patch where goats are or a sheep. Who's going to kill a pig? I mean, this is like city streets. You know, oh I mean? freaking love it. It's like yeah. a fish tank. You know, it's everything. You're looking at aquaponics. Yeah. Right. So people in arid lands that have no money, they're learning how to do this in small spaces. Um Back in the 70s, we just called it terrarium. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just saying there's ways to do it. I'm yeah. not knocking Gwyneth. I know she's she's down with the homies. Um, what is the latest thing? Was Gwyneth using the N-word? Uh, what? What? Yeah. I like look, a ways back. Like, okay. You before know, she met Beyonce? No. I think it's during that whole friends. time. Okay. So like Jay-Z and Kanye had their, you know, in Paris. Yeah. Well, I guess she saw a show or something, and she tweeted out, like, oh, here I am, just me and my mm-mm, and she oh, got a picture yeah, of that. yeah, It's like, girlfriend. Yeah, please. she did address that on the show. Um, she said that it was nothing. Jay-Z didn't really take offense to it, you know? She thought she... He well, Jay-Z was... says it all the time. Right. <laughs> she thought, but to other people, people took offense to it. But um, from what she was saying, it was just promoting his album and, and the song because that's the name of the song i don't know that was just yeah you just gotta be real that was know. like white girls stay in your lane right yeah that was her that was her blonde moment yeah <laughs> i guess she's part well what do you say about blondes <laughs> no but i yeah that's just stupid that's just stupid stuff yeah it's like what crack are you smoking go back to talking about goop <laughs> um so name. speaking of kanye though Wait, wait, wait. Let's uh, for our last three minutes here. Let's talk about. Let's finish talking about health and the gay situation. Do you think that there's a stereotype of like the a gays being like more healthy or less healthy, or do you think that everybody needs to know that? I think people binge health. They health binge. They come out and they're like, "Oh, look at me! I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this and I'm doing that." And are they doing that twenty four seven? Like I said, just a simple Mediterranean diet. Simple, just be conscious of, like you said, what you're putting in your body each day. Um, I think people get really crazy. I'm not bashing Soul Cycle or anything, but I think a lot of people (laughs) people do get like, you know, crazy about it. Like, well, I think they're replacing. You know, maybe you had that endorphin kick from other things, right? And so Mm -hmm. you need that constant adrenaline endorphin kick, and so it's like mixed with major exercising challenges, which, you know, hey, I'm I'm down with. That's awesome. Yeah. All you got to do is walk. Walk right. every now and then and get down. 30 minutes, 30 minutes a day. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. don't eat a bunch of donuts. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but, you know, food <laughs> can be pleasure. For a lot of people, food is pleasure. It's right. just moderation is the key. Moderation is the key. Yeah. And, you know, don't beat up yourself and feel all yeah. guilty and go down a shame spiral. Yeah. Like one day you decide, like, oh, my God, that muffin looks so good. Right. I want a muffin. Half, I want a muffin. Half, I want a muffin half, in my half, mouth. Have a half of a muffin. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> you had some iced tea with a little sugar in it. It's yeah. fine. Walk for 30 minutes. I guess what I get sometimes is people just get so crazy about it you know and i mean i know body image for gay men is a huge thing huge thing yeah i'm just over it like i used to be like so like on like body image like um shave chest and shave everything like just hairless and i'm just like i'm just over it and i'm just happy with the way my body is now um, I walk a lot, and I just have a natural, like, good physique, so I'm just over that whole thing. <laughs> You're like a gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, then you get closer to 50, and you really got to move. Then you move, yeah. Like, that all just yeah. But see, you know, like, being, like, an older witch dyke, like, it's kind of, like, in our world, it's a little sexy to be thick. You just got to watch the thickness stays up here and not down here. <laughs> But, yeah, the image thing is hard. You laugh, but it's true. All right, we'll be right back. Jack and Marmar Show. You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.ale. G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. Hello, back at you, Jack and Marmar Show. This is Jack. This is Marmar. So, what's up? Oh my gosh, yeah, so I was just reading Google. I just went to Google, you know, you just type in Google and there's the Google search engine bar. And it actually says this here. Google. Right there. Proud supporters. Proud supporters of the International Day Against Homophobia and Transphobia. Aww. Right. Little Google being all PC. Right. Target's not the only one. That's right. <laughs> well, oh, my God. I secretly hate Google, but that's good they do yeah. that. 
That's good. Wait, you think people, you... you think people read that little tiny fine print? No, they don't. I know, right? <laughs> that, well, you noticed it. Right, I noticed it. They should have it really big across the top. Right, it needs to be up top in both letters with flashing lights. That is awesome. <laughs> That's actually pretty awesome. That's awesome. And it's very needed. We need allies. That's the key. Yeah, we just got to keep the conversation going. Cause once, once people stop talking about it, people stop being aware of it. And once you're not aware of it, then you don't care about it. And when you don't care about it, you have the hate mongers. And it's just a bad cycle. That is very true. But, you know, thank God that, like, if the world is going to be owned by Google and Facebook, that at least they, they yes. are right. supportive. Right. You know, because they're watching us right now. They are. They are. <laughs> I, I feel like our phones, like, if you talk about something, it pops up on our phone. Yeah. No, they got voice recognition. They got facial recognition. They got everything recognition. <laughs> Don't ever think that you have privacy if you are on the internet. Okay. But yeah, no, Google is my own bane of my existence because of the work I do. They don't like sex stuff. Or they try to relegate us off to the red light of the internet. But um, you love Google. I love Google because it's easier to navigate. I mean, I try like Bing and Yahoo. It's just not my cup of tea. Can't yeah. get with it. Can't get with it. Yeah. Well, does Google sponsor, um, you know, like prides or gay pride or do they, what are, where are they putting Oh, them? no. Where are they putting their billions of dollars? They just put like the little sound bites and word bites. Well, we got to investigate that. Right. I we got to see where they put I'm their sure money. if they did, it would be like known, you know, like Target with their bathroom and and stuff like that. Like when they when companies do major moves, like major plays like that, it's going to be known. And Google hasn't done anything but post something on a little page. Well, I've been to the Google campus, okay. But how was that? It's... Well, they have really good food, <laughs> and they have little bikes colored like the Google really? logo. And you're on the campus, and you just ride around, and you pick up one of those bikes, and you just leave it somewhere. We're all it. in the share economy, and we're all sharing bikes. I'm like, I need somebody to come and drive me around. <laughs> You're like, nah, I'm not. Yeah, so you it. bike around, and then you go to the cafeteria. The cafeteria is totally gourmet. Oh my goodness, it's really nice and gourmet. Um, but whatever, Google. I I did job at Google. Hit or miss. But here's the thing: talking about online, because when I was a kid, I didn't have no type into a browser. Am I gay? Right. What am I? Blah, 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 blah. Well, I went where to, did you go? What did you I do? I went to the library at my school. You see that word? Is and I pulled a me. book off the shelf. <laughs> and I pulled off off a shelf a book. Okay, made out of paper, paper. and and I looked up the word. <laughs> I looked up the word homosexual, and next to it, it started to go into because back in the day, you were considered mentally ill. They didn't change the psychiatric like rating or whatever. It's like bad, movie but... ratings. Anyway, homosexual, mentally ill. So I was just like, oh, great. Yeah. So I'm crazy. Right. So I'm just, in the only place to go, if you could get in, was fake ID and go to a bar. Go to a bar, yeah. So that's why the bars were such a vital, you know, community gathering mm -hmm. point. Um, but then, okay, so speak a little bit about, you come along, and mm -hmm. you've got the, social media hasn't exploded yet. Mm -hmm. This is what, 2000. 
This Four, is, yeah, early two thousand ish. So yeah. Facebook started around two thousand four. Didn't mm-hmm. really. T- it was like MySpace and stuff first. Yeah, it was MySpace first. No, it was actually AIM. Oh wow, instant message. Like, yeah, yeah, but you, how could you look? Oh god. Yeah, it was that. Well, it was actually like sidekicks. You know, like the little sidekicks. So, so, so wait, pause there and tell our <laughs> listeners what AIM is. Like, okay. yeah, you take a moment. To well, AIM is like your new like instant message like it's like your new some people still use it yes well i don't where they're at no they're sitting in an office wasting time <laughs> their little keyboards are going clickety clackety clickety they're trying to sound busy but they're talking to their friend right in town trust me okay so aol instant message was the first form that was commonly used of yeah. instant message i'll yeah. tell our listeners yeah. that yeah. you guys yeah. don't want to tell them what that <laughs> but i want aim to, to me is like a, a is a project like you know <laughs> yeah a i want to i want to get to the heart of the matter this is where did you source information there how oh, did you so know how how did i find like my gay information yeah um it was actually through um other gay men, finding other gay men like myself. Um, and how did you do that when you were How 13? did I do that when I was 13, 14? was actually going to this place called Smacks, which is actually in downtown Oakland, which in, they're actually going to uptown now. Um, Smacks, Smacks is, is a gay youth um, center. Okay. And now it's closed because of some weird reasons. Not sure why. And that's where I found out, like, about, like, my gay culture and... How did you know it existed? How did I know it existed was actually through this other... Because I was a freshman at the time at Berkeley High. And um, my friend at the time um, got me with a date with this gay senior because I had, like, this big crush on him and everything. And so, long story short, we go on a date and he's telling me about, oh, you got to come to Smacks, they're having a party or whatever. I'm like, what is Smacks? You know, I don't know nothing about nothing. Right. And so, it was like, it's in downtown Oakland. Um, and so, I went. And it was just like a whole new world to me. You, you know? found other gay people. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but it was, yeah, the beauty of it that places like that exist. Yeah. Because they didn't exist when I was a kid at your age. Um, is but, that, but wait, well, the thing is, though, is is about he got to actually ask other guys. Right. Yeah. He wasn't reading something in a book. He was either on message or whatever. That's what you started to tell Yeah, about. Yeah, like, I didn't I didn't really go to a library. The only time I went to the library was to get on the computer to check my MySpace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I get, where I got all, like, my gay knowledge in the beginning at the, in my preteens was through SMACS. And, and learned, what does that stand for again? I don't know what SMACS stands for. I just thought it was a cute little lingo or it's something. It's an acronym for something. <laughs> yeah. It was an acronym for something. Um... It no longer exists now. Which but, is sad. Which is sad. It, Oakland something needs like a sketchy center. went on there. Like something, mm. something, something, something happened. But um, where I got my gay knowledge and was actually was from that and um, conversating and becoming friends with um, different gay men there. Okay. And because um, the whole thing with, with being gay is that you ha- they have this thing called the gay scene. Right. And so... And the gay scene is like your own, like, it's like a, it's like Hollywood, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hollywood's for the straight people, they have the gay scene for all the gays, and they have, like, all these, like, different houses and different competitions, and you win awards and stuff like that. Um, that really for was dancing? Yeah, for, like, dancing, modeling, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, did you belong to, do you belong to any houses? 
Um, they were trying to convert me into like the red blonde, the Chanel and stuff like that. I love it. Um, but it really just wasn't my cup of tea. Well, know? we had the party at our house. Yeah. You were, you were going through a phase. Yeah, I was going through a little phase, trying stuff out. That's um, awesome. And that was fun. Um, the thing about with me and the gay scene is just, it's just a lot of competition and yeah. a lot of like, and, and that's what, and that's what I don't like about the gay community and the gay scene is that it's just, it's all competition when we all need to be working together right. against the straight people. That's not our allies. Right. <laughs> like lawmakers in North Carolina. <laughs> right. No, I hear you. It's, it's hard when you're young. And that's why I think it's so vital that there are gay centers in towns or towns near you and they have youth groups. Yeah. You know, I know the San Francisco Gay Center, Pacific Center in Berkeley. Yeah. And even Little Concord has a Rainbow Community oh, wow. Center. Yeah. I don't know. There's going to be a little gay pride in the plaza this weekend. Okay, we have to check it and, out. And um, they have their little center with their youth groups and elder groups. I think, you know, you see a lot today that you see um, senior citizens hanging out. Or they put, like, a little daycare by the senior citizens. Yeah. And so they get to cross-generate. Yeah. I really think that, like you know, senior, elder, gay folks need to hang out with newly coming the out kids people, yeah. and, and in a safe and loving way and, right. and you know, give them support, tell them their stories because yeah. we're talking about elders that are still alive that went through the day when you would get arrested for even right. walking on the street and being gay or like a woman like me, you know, wearing men's clothes or whatever, yeah. I would be hauled off. Right. You know, like this year is the 50th anniversary of the Compton Cafeteria Riot. Like a lot right. of people talk about Stonewall. Yeah. But in San Francisco, we had kind of the same thing, but it was based around this cafeteria mm -hmm. and restaurant in the Tenderloin. And I think that's, you know, I think my theory is with online, everything's online now. And yeah. people, in one way, it's really great because you can be safe and at home and anonymous and look right. up information if you're not right. ready to come out because it could be dangerous. Right especially if you're transgender or, you know, gender non-conforming and that mm -hmm. whole thing. Um, but then the other way, it's also isolating because, yeah. like, we want people to come together, right. you know? It's better to have that face-to-face -face conversation. And that's, what, and that's what's lacking. And in to look out community. for each other. Yeah. I mean, everybody want to hop online and be caught up in the media and let that fuel what they're thinking and what, and what, they're, and what side of the um, nation they're on when you have to really get out and be your own journalist and yeah. Just find facts for yourself and have these conversation with um older the older generation and the young younger generation, you know? Yeah. Well in gay elders it's really sad because sometimes like especially if they lose the power to take care of themselves or make decisions for themselves mm -hmm. and they're in these nursing homes and they're not allowed to be they have to come out again or go back in the closet as That's a senior crazy. citizen. You know what I mean? You would so, think a nursing home would have this like open well, some oh, do, God. but they're very rare. And it's like, especially if they have younger family members who aren't open to them being gay. And then, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. they're, it's like they're a kid again, dealing with a parent, except yeah. that parent is their kid now. Right. And relegating them and putting them in a senior home. And they're not able to be out. They're not able to be with their gay friends and their gay lifestyle or right. the lifestyle that they enjoyed. That you know what I mean? Enjoyed. And so yeah. we have to work really hard to keep that full circle going and that, yeah. I would love for more government funding or if we get together and do businesses like this where we have like even a nonprofit where it's like a gay senior home and then put like, you know, a gay high school next to it and you can share information mm -hmm. and support each other. And, you know, you can see that there's a future together and you work together and take care of each other. Yeah. You know, I mean, it may, 
we think we're so modern and civilized, and yet and we're really not. <laughs> other cultures take care of their elders. They have their yeah. elders with them. They don't like yeah. abandon them. You know. Yeah. Anyway, that's my. And the thing is, what like the only way that's going to work if people if people get out of their mind that oh you're going to be converted gay or lesbian or whatever it's like no there's not there's no converting you are who you are like everybody wants to join our party but they, right. you know, they need to just watch sometimes. right they, like who who rules the world <laughs> gays rules the world we throw the best parties <laughs> this is the jack and marmar show we'll be right back you're listening to the progressive voices channel on tune in please help us grow tell your friends to tune in to progressive voices find out more at progressivevoices.com hi i'm marcia levine and i'm the parade manager for san francisco pride the thing about working for san francisco pride or really any pride is that you're creating a space, a venue, an opportunity for somebody who lives someplace where they're not as free to be LGBT to come out, be with others, like them, identify, and feel a sense of community as well as freedom. If Pride can do that for just one person and make them feel a part of something instead of making them feel like they're alone. That's why I continue to work on Pride to this day. I think that San Francisco especially is a freelancer's dream. It's one of the best cities where you can come and you can work on contract for as little or as much as you want to. It's a, a big part of what I do to be able to afford to live in San Francisco. Saving's really important. San Francisco is not an inexpensive place to live. And when you have extraordinary circumstances cropped up, uh, like illness or other expenses, repairs and things like that, if you don't have the savings that could really affect your ability to remain a viable member of San Francisco's residence. Spotlight on success and achievement brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together we'll go far. Hello, we're back. It's the Jack and Marmar show. Hey everybody. I'm Jack. I'm Marmar. And we're keeping it real here. So today, we're actually taping on Tuesday, May 17th. Um, this will air two days from now. But I just want to call that out because today is the International Day Against Homophobia and Transphobia, which um, I love when they declare these days. I, I wish yeah. every day was. Yeah. But hey, we'll take a day yes. to talk about it. Um, so, so read to me, what's the, the little sound bite? So they're actually, yeah. So to celebrate the International Day Against Homophobia and Transphobia on 17th of May, 2016, they're asking people to, um, create videos that capture some of the strength and spirit of the LGBT, um, community of their work and different, um, stuff that they're doing, activism work, I guess. Uh Um, the other cool thing, you know, that, um, that, this is my fight song. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is my right song. So Rachel Platt, Platt and the artist actually made that the soundtrack for this year's 
like that's the soundtrack for this year's homophobia, transphobia, like anti. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the soundtrack. That's our soundtrack for Aww. this year. Yeah. Well, like I said, I wish we talked about this every day, and that everybody declared that every day was International Day Against because we can complain here in this country, um, and hideous things happen here. There's no getting around that. Right. But there's countries in the world right now that, like, our queer brothers and sisters are just, I mean, yeah, like, the gay guy, the blogger in Bangladesh who got hacked to death, um, the gay Persian guy, he got hung in Iran, um, I mean, it's just hideous and horrible. There's women who are being brutally assaulted, and, I mean, it's just horrible. Yeah. Um... So we can have a moment for that. I mean, some of our brothers and sisters in Africa dealing with Mm. the laws in Uganda Mm. and what they're having to deal with, but yet they're just so glorious and walking down with their pride flags. And, you know, the beauty of social media is that we're able to share this information and see the pictures and, and build, um, alliances. Um, and I know there's an organization I, I met a few young men a while ago, um, they were actually sponsored by a group here. They came from Uganda and they were, they were gay boys, uh, young men, um, that are trying to get seeking asylum, um, in different countries, you know? So I met them and they were very cute, and very formal. We shook hands and, um, there was a group, I can't remember what they were called, but there's a group here that sponsored them coming to California and trying wow. to get them homes here and. Wow. Um, you know, because we hear a lot about, you know, quote unquote, yeah. refugees and people seeking asylum. Yeah. Well, there's just simply being gay, you should be able to seek yeah. asylum. Um, anyway, so they were very cute and sweet and um, very formal and very like, <laughs> you know, nice to meet you. And I was like, oh, look at you, gorgeous thing. Like, yeah, Love they were it. already very into their <laughs> regalness and, and ready to go out and show their stuff. Um, you know, of course, I was lapsing into parent mode, trying to lecture them on being careful. Um, but it, it's just, you know, we can talk about the laws in North Carolina and the bathroom laws, and it's just horrible. Um, but yeah, I just had to have a moment yeah. of reality because around the world, People have it. They're suffering so much. I mean, India, at least they accepted the third gender, I think, in their constitution. But they also uh, put out in their constitution that being gay is wrong. Yeah. You know, punishable. Um, So that's great. And I want to have a moment to call that out. I wish every day. And we do need our allies. Yeah. We do need everybody who's not queer and walking our walk and and not having to deal with gender nonconformity or whatever, that they have a moment. And they they put themselves in our shoes and and help to change and destigmatize things. You know, like the bathroom law, for instance. Okay, you oh, so what if your partner is in a wheelchair and you need to help them go to the bathroom? There's not a handicapped right. bathroom or stall. All of a sudden, you're a different gender helping. You know, so what? They're going to put you out too. I mean, it, it works for everybody. It's not just folks that look different or. You know, right? And I just want to touch back when you said um, refugee and asylum. Like we should offer that in in America for, especially for anybody because they have here. So um, yeah. I'm reading this fact sheet from. The well, to show them there's hope. 
I mean, that's why we yeah. have Pride Celebration. But yeah. he's saying gay asylum. Yeah, so... Gay asylum is very important. I'm on the unfe.org page, which stands for the United Nations for LGBT Equality. So refugees are individuals who have fled their country due to a well-founded fear of persecution based on, reli- based on race, religion, nationality, political opinion, or membership of a particular social group. It's just... We have to offer, uh, America is the land of the free and the equal, right? So we should have people that wants to be here to be here. Right. You know, right. Um, especially if they're, especially if they're refugees and especially if they're, they have to come here for their right. life. You right. know, it shouldn't be this long process right. that they have to go to. And Oh, absolutely. I mean, women are seeking asylum from different countries because they don't want you know, their genitals hacked up and right. be married at age 12, you know? So yeah, it, it, it's for everyone. And I mean, the reason we do call this out, um, and why today is important to call that out, um, is that, and we do have pride celebrations that mm-hmm. we offer a beacon of hope, you know, that, that yes, we have our problems right. and we have a lot going on in this right. country, <laughs> but whether we fight it out or we talk it out or we work it out, we have been working a lot of stuff out right. and, and, That's you know, true. a lot of folks around the world have it a lot worse right. and, and, you know, we have the promise of something better and we need to, to keep on with the struggle. And I really feel like gay liberation and gay rights. I mean, that is the last phase of the equal rights movement. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, um, the black civil rights, right. gay civil rights, female civil rights. Mm-hmm. Um, we need gay civil rights and, and, a huge thing just happened with marriage equality and a lot of like radical queers just like, Oh, what the narrative shouldn't be just about marriage. Blah. But it's like, you have to change everything in the laws, yeah. you know, and in the halls of justice. And so they tried to get us in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. We won. Now mm-hmm. they're trying to get us in the bathroom mm-hmm. and that's where we're fighting. Okay. So folks need to wrap their minds around that. Um, and, and truly it is just calling attention and helping each other. But oh wow, that was a downer. Let's get back to party yeah. and pride celebrations because we like so, to party and have pride fun. Pride is next month, which is exciting. There's some this month. There is like celebrations. Yeah, kind of, like the kickoff. Start, there's some little ones here and there. Um, yeah, I know Women's Weekend is happening up up in Guerneville, uh this coming weekend, and everybody's you know welcome to that. They do it at the Triple R Ranch or Double R Ranch. And there's men and women there. Um, and then we've got pride on the plaza here in Concord that we talked about. Um, but a lot of stuff coming up, like Boston has theirs early. I think it's June 11th. It's the first week or two. Um, I think New York and San Francisco have their big ones toward the end of the month. Um, but this is when it kicks off. Oakland will be later in the year. Oakland's in September. Um, but yeah, it's the season is here. Yo, yo. And so the kickoff party is actually today. At the Lookout Bar on 16th. Oh, yeah, we got invited to that. Yeah, that might not happen. It's our kids. uh, Okay, so, yeah, I'm just going to go down the schedule. So, May 17th is, today is a kickoff party. May 24th, there's the Celebrity Grand Marshal meet and greet. This is all San Francisco. Yeah, all San Francisco. And then, of course, the 25th is the celebration. Right. And it's a big anniversary for things. It's like the 40th anniversary of Dykes on Bikes. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is huge. The and it's, 46th annual San Francisco LGBT Pride Parade. And it's the 50th anniversary of the Compton Cafeteria Rights. You know, uh, Obama declared Stonewall Inn like a national monument. Yeah. National Gay Monument, which yeah. is huge. 
And um, I'm still not sure what they're gonna get for that. Like, what? what <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what he'd do at a national gay monument? What do you have? Like, <laughs> like a, a prancing I, not unicorn. About, not what I love about Obama. Like, he just curates his own like stuff, like oh, his own little titles and positions. Well, what are they going to sell at the gift store? <laughs> right? Is it going to be like this big old drag queen showing them around? Right. <laughs> and here you can buy a little, <laughs> a little unicorn that lights up and little like peg dispenser. I don't know. But I want to run the gift store there. That would be hilarious. Look up who's having a gay pride in May. Put in like LGBT pride events in May. We've got to do some shout outs for some towns. Well, we did. Well, Concord. Yeah. Well, it's big. Well, little town. You might have, right, a, you might have a listener in, in Vancouver or something. Well, a lot of them go through June through the summer. Like I said, Oakland does the end of summer because they don't like to compete with San Francisco. Like, the big month is June. But May, a few things kick off. That is true. Um, well, somebody once oh, told wow, me. Oh, they have a lot. They have. Wow. We'll there, say I something. I know, like, a lot. Like, there's a lot of prizes going on. There's one in there at the... One in Anaheim, Gay Days, Disneyland. Oh, yeah, that goes to Disneyland. Um, uh, ATL. What they got going on? Where is that? Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Atlanta Pride. That's in October. Oh. Um, but oh, it's too hot in the summer there to have any kind of thing oh, to be that's proud true. of. That's why Sydney, Australia, yeah, they do their Pride, Pride in February. In May, at the end of May. Oh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Shout out Phyllis Christopher. Buffalo, New York. They have Chicago, May 27th, Mr. Leather. Okay. Well, <laughs> we could recite the whole schedule. Right. Let's just say we, there's a lot of stuff There's a lot of going on. You know, go on Google and search for stuff. You know, if you're at home and you feel like, if, if you're at home and you're gay, you need to like go out and do something with yourself. And what would you strongly recommend? I would strongly recommend going to a bar. <laughs> oh God! And what if they're not twenty-one yet, or don't have a I fake ID? I going to the queer center. There you go. Good. Yes, it's not all about drinking. <laughs> Didn't we talk about health <laughs> and keeping pure and right. putting in your body? A, a nice little step on little something relax the mind. Okay. Well, speaking of relaxing <laughs> the mind, I have a tangent. Are you ready? What? Because I need to say something. Is it for our next section, or we can we can talk about his sangria recipe? Oh, okay, because it's going to be a rant. Okay, well, just wait. Let him tell sangria recipe for one minute, and then we're going to go to the break. Okay, what's your sangria recipe? My sangria recipe. What is my sangria? Recipe? I don't know. It's a new thing that you really love. Oh, okay. Oh, so I love, I love a sangria. Like if you're not a heavy drinker, <laughs> fruit in a bowl. Yes, fruit in a bowl, honey. If you're not a heavy drinker, it's just a little champagne. Who doesn't love champagne? Little champagne, little ju- little spritz or little juice, and you, and you fill it up with like different, like your favorite fruits. You know, okay. it could be raspberry, strawberry, blueberries, whatever. Oranges, oranges, yeah. like okay. the whole right. thing, right. and you just mix it with champagne, and that's your little drink. And you, you wait. I thought sangria was red wine. Well, you you're talking his too. recipe. Okay, you okay, can do red okay. wine too Got and make it, it that like, like that color. But there's different like there's different sangrias. There's like the red sangria. There's like the lighter color sangrias. There's like all different color sangrias. Like there's no like guidelines to like okay. making a drink anymore these days. It's just like you just play okay. and you mix stuff. You okay. can't dictate the color of his <laughs> sangria. 
So it's just fruit in a bowl. Yeah. And then pour some bubbly. Woo! And pour some bubbly. And shake it up. And All right. Shake it up and drink it. We'll be it. right back. Jack and Marmar show. You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. The spotlight on success and achievement goes to LGBTQI members of the Bay Area who have demonstrated an incredible amount of success. We're very proud to announce that this month's spotlight on success and achievement is Rick Welts. Well, it's been an unbelievable stretch of time, obviously. Uh, Everything the Warriors have gone through this season, really a magical season that ended in a championship. and now to, to top it off a week later with the opportunity to participate in the Pride Parade in San Francisco, it's a, it's a pretty wonderful time. You know, it's been a journey, right? We're all on our own personal journeys and uh, the last four years has been a remarkable part of my life, but it, it's definitely a part of my life. Uh, you know, the decisions I made four years ago to come out in the way that I did, obviously, you know, I had decided I was signing up for something going forward and being part of the discussion. Uh, and, you know, I welcome that. And this is, uh, you know, for me a real honor to, to be participating in this way. And I guess in, in some ways it, it will be a demonstration of how far professional sports has come in, in a very short period of time. Uh, not as far as our society has come. So I think we have a lot to celebrate. Wow. I, I don't think I have any secrets. I don't think I'm that mysterious. You know, I've got a, a pretty simple life. I like pretty simple things. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a great partner, his name's Todd Gage. Uh, he has two wonderful children, a 14-year-old girl and a 10-year-old boy. I, I uh, got off the parade route, got into a car with them, we drove to Lake Tahoe, and I got to watch 14-year-old girls play four soccer games over the course of the weekend and then drive back to the Bay Area. So that's my idea of an exciting weekend, you know, spending it with the kids and my partner and getting to do, you know, the most basic things that any family would get to do. Spotlight on success and achievement presented by Wells Fargo. Together, we'll go far. Okay, we're back. It's the Jack and Marmar Show. Hello. I'm Jack. I'm Marmar. We're so gay, so you don't have to be. Hello. Keeping it real, keeping, keeping it clear, clear keeping queer. it queer. queer. Okay. <laughs> we'll get it. We're okay, gay. so I got, I got a topic and I got a rant. Are you ready for this yes, one? Yeah, I am ready. Okay, so <laughs> cannabis. Oh. Marijuana. Oh, Lordy. Okay, so listen. 
we're about to probably have it legal in California in November ballot, right? Yeah. Like, we had yeah. it medical. It's we were one of the first, like, way back in the 90s, we got the medical marijuana passed. And back in the day, I used to do all these benefits with my band. We played for Brownie Mary and mm -hmm. the Sisters Perpetual Indulgence because of a lot of AIDS patients who were suffering and they wanted them to eat. And so they'd give them, like, brownies full right. of pot and they got right. them eating and stuff. Right. So, you know, we got medical marijuana going on, which Ooh, I, I think love this topic. kickstarted <laughs> because of, of the plague years. Um, and so now we have recreational use legal as well in like Colorado, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, a little it's same. about to be legal in California. I think that these funds need to be diverted to social welfare programs like of schools. Course. Yes. They don't need to be sitting somewhere in somebody's vault, in somebody's government. If they're going to get tax revenue... It needs to go to something. For it good. needs to go to good stuff. Yeah. And I don't care. Be totally. out about it. Yeah. You do not have to have a middleman and try to yeah. soft shoe it. It's like, no, there's going to be a whole lot of money. There's a whole lot of money. Oof. And like Colorado, they haven't gotten it earmarked yet of what they're putting it into. They just keep building up their little nest eggs. They don't want the federal government, you know, getting it. But they're putting it into infrastructure and building up the state economy. Yeah. And California used to be top ranking in schools, you know, not every county is up there anymore. They need to, and I especially see for Oakland, like if they're going to have dispensaries everywhere and also have growth and cultivation, because see what's happening is a lot of counties mm -hmm. are preparing for the state to be legal and they're kind of freaking out saying, oh, well, okay, but we're not going to have our county where you can grow or cultivate. Okay. And we might have a dispensary, might so, you know, the folks that are going to have the real money are the people who are doing the whole, the whole vertical thing. Right. Like, here's my dispensary. Right. I own the farm that's growing it. I got, yeah. the, you know. Um, that's the work. That's the food that has the best stuff. So if they're taxed, if they're going to be taxed and there's going to be hand over fist dollars mm -hmm. happening, that money needs to be diverted into social welfare programs. Yeah. And I'm talking like schools, um, you know, county hospitals, free clinics. Um, and I feel like it's, just, it's going to be like, a lot of people have been sleeping on, on cannabis. And I feel like a lot of um, comp a lot of cannabis companies are going to do it for the greater good. There is um, this one place in Colorado where, I'm just going to read the headline, Co Colorado City to use part of $4.5 million in marijuana sales revenue to help local homeless population. There you go. So they're actually helping the homeless, like, which is, which great. is like people, people we don't really care about the homeless, you know, they're just yeah. salmon. Well, look at that documentary we watched, the Dogtown yeah. Redemption, Alliance Metals, you know, in Oakland, yeah. Yeah. Recycling, in recycling Center. Yeah. yeah, so these folks at least can make some income mm -hmm. by recycling. So everybody you see with the bags and the shopping mm -hmm. cart and, you know, the local neighbors that were by the, the, recycling center saying no 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 because they're just buying drugs i want to shut down it's an illegal operation so now this is going to go away and so what's next i mean we need to if we're taking it out of the hands and, and look at all the people who've been incarcerated for, for you know for marijuana mar yeah so that bullshit needs to stop and they need to get them out of prison and get them working back um you know in in the industry if they need to do if they run their own cottage industry and it's just <laughs> what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm putting it out there. I'm going to challenge some politics. I think it's a new frontier. People don't know exactly yeah. what they're going to do with all this money. Ooh. They're trying to figure it out. <laughs> they're trying to figure it out. And technically, you know, it's, it was considered, you know, oh, you're in the vice industry. 
It's like, no, you're going to take this off of federal legislation of being a class one drug. Like, they right. used to lump it in with, with heroin cocaine, and cocaine. Maryland, right. Yeah, which is like, much so So they need to change all that. I know Harborside in Oakland, the feds, after their long back and forth and litigation, the feds are going to leave them alone now. So if Harborside... This is, this is a major move. I'm so happy for, like, the government with this one. Like, no, it's major, huge. Yeah. I mean, there's people languishing in prison that should not be in prison. Right. And we know that. And and proportionately, they're mostly people of color, and it's just wrong. Yeah. So, but what I don't want to see is here comes, you know, rich white guy, he's running this <laughs> yeah. cannabis operation, yeah. and where's that money going? You in know? pockets and driving your pets. Yeah, so, so we need yeah. to keep it here and put it back into the county schools and the county clinics and, you know, healthcare, uh, and child care. I mean, you know, you got to start young, you got to start where it's desperately needed. Yeah. yeah. And there's all different, like, people get caught up, like, I feel like why it took so long, because people get caught up in, in the um, the strand and the plant and people rolling it up and smoking it. There's all different outlets and different stuff you can use that has cannabis in it. Like, right. you can have butter, you can have soda, you have you have edibles. You don't always have to smoke it. You could right. um, eat it as well. Like, it's not so, like, vulgar in right. that way. Like, right. there's all different outlets to to. To, to do it in, you know, right. there's oils, there's incense you can burn in your house. It, oh, it's I like, see, it's all yeah. different outlets. Like, and you I just see, don't have to smoke it. Right. You can get your little vape pen and just do the one hit yeah. wonder thing. But I've seen, and for pain management yeah. and people um, having to, you know, get stuck on pres- prescription medicine and antidepressants. I mean, there's a whole huge science behind this that is still yeah. evolving. Yeah. Um, so I just, you know, I've seen the billboards in downtown Oakland <laughs> that they're, they're, uh, talking about this. And, you know, I know Oakland museum yeah. has a whole exhibit, you know, they call it cash crop or, uh, Yay, sacred plant. Or something <laughs> yes. So Oakland museum's got this whole installation about cannabis, um, until September and the billboards downtown are really pushing out this like, Oh, it's California strain. You know, it's like, <laughs> It's like, you know, happy cows, cow, you know, milk is made in California, (laughs) happy cows. It's like, okay, we got the Indica strain is made happy. I want it to go to something and that tax revenue. I don't know that I want it right in kids' faces so much. Yeah, no, you have to be real, like, um, socially aware of like what you're marketing it to because you don't want, it has to be 18 and older. Let's just say that it has to be 18 and older unless the kid is on their deathbed and they or like epilepsy we've yeah. seen studies that they've done procedures and stuff no, I think yeah. it's incredible yeah because a lot of people get caught up in the fancy of it right. or just to do it just to be cool and the peer pressure and stuff like that right. um, and that's not what it's for right. and that's where it gets just bad it's well bad there's a lot of rest. medicinal purposes for it mm-hmm. like some of the you know it's the way you you, you know there's the indica the uh, you, you get the THC out of it so it's not and so education on it like yeah. can people get more education on it. I know downtown Oakland has the only university for like marijuana right. and I feel like it should be like more more outlets of that of education because a lot of people don't even know what they're in what they're smoking and what they're eating or just right. doing it just to do it and get the effect. you know that the federal government changed you know it's been known as cannabis right mm-hmm. cannabis sativa cannabis yeah. indica the federal government changed it and made it because they wanted to make I it sound more Spanish and like the Mexicans were bringing in this illegal thing because they wanted to put, you know, that old movie called reefer madness. They really wanted to put this spin on it because they saw that a lot of radicals and, and intelligentsia and Mm -hmm. you know, the 
the no, socialists were smoking. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to put this like smear on it that it was horrible and evil and coming from another country and, and lumped it in with, with cocaine right, and heroin. Right. And it was just a whole ploy. And I still think it's a conspiracy with the pharmaceutical company. Oh, and hey, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big pharma. Because if kidding? people start going to marijuana, they're not going to really want to take, like, well, you, can, you still have to take, like, your meds and stuff like that, but it just counteracts the side effects and stuff of that nature. But um, it does prevent, it does help more in some cases, to some people with certain disabilities and certain illnesses, it helped more than actually their prescribed medicine. Right. Well, and especially, like I said, you know, why we got medical marijuana um, passed in the 90s in California was at the advent of the AIDS. The AIDS yeah. And these, you know, you have folks that are just wasting away. And mm. in Brownie Mary, she was this registered nurse, this older woman. She would go around. She had like weed brownies or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Brownie Mary. She would she get them brownies lives. and get them to eat and get them to feel good and be and, oh, and so hard. try to be pain free and to just get the munchies, you know. And she would visit hospitals and do. And I I played a lot of benefits. My band played a lot of it. Like the old bar um, on Castro Street used yeah. to be called um, the Bear. Uh-huh. Then it was Daddy's. Now it's I don't know it's Q Bar whatever it's called. Yeah, Back in the day. That was, like, the hot spot where we'd throw a lot of benefits. But um, they called it, for the uh, people with cancer or AIDS, Mm -hmm. she called it the life-saving munchies. Yeah. Because they needed to eat. They needed to eat. And so the munchies are the life-saving munchies. And not waste away. And uh, then they would, you know, get... Oh, Native people know. We've known forever the medicinal purposes of this. And once again, everything in moderation. Moderation. (laughs) It has been around. So, anyway, that's our rant. At Gay Pride, are they going to have a big medical marijuana or like a like a rainbow flag with a marijuana leaf <laughs> yeah. on it? Oh, that's a good. Line. I don't know, but I guess you know, by next year we'll see. But I mean, driving up and down the coast, all you see, you know, with uh, Oregon and Washington, you see the universal sign is the big pot leaf with the right. the uh, kind of red cross symbol in it, yeah. you know. Um, and with anything, I mean, we're in a new adjustment period. It's a wild frontier. And I think everybody needs to be cool headed and calm and really think it through and, and not, you know, subject to hysteria and everything else. It's like that, those funds can be diverted to good programs to help other factions that have been dying for money. Yeah. And that was Hillary. I feel like that's what Hillary Clinton. I remember she was saying something about that. Um, um, she's actually for that too. She just wants more research on it, sure. you know, yeah. more like more knowledge about it, not just yeah, let's do it. Yeah, well, know? she's got to play it safe a little yeah. bit right now until she gets. I mean, I know countries like Israel are doing incredible research and advanced stuff on it, so it's it's a whole new thing. Because I, I hate big pharma that's money <laughs> running everything. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> the the one one AIDS pill. What was it that that? Disgusting! Seven hundred fifty dollars. He bought that company, mm-hmm. and and he's changing the price and everything. Oh God, no! It's like it's that shit should mess. be free. It should just be we should free. give it out like candy. Yeah, in countries. That I was actually help. talking to my one Russian friend that I met at the Q bar or the Z bar, whatever it's called in Castro, <laughs> and um, he's actually from Russia, and he was like, the med med um medicine and education is free there, but the quality of it is not yeah. good. Right. And so I just feel like us as Americans, it should, for people that really need it and it's like, it's, 
they needed to survive, it should be free for them. Exactly. You know? Exactly. They do not. These companies are just disgusting, like Pfizer and everything. Yeah. Anyway, whoo! Okay, we got to end positive. It's a heavy topic. All right, all right. Gay pride coming. Gay pride. Oh my god! Every day. Today is International Day. Every day should be transphobia and homophobia. It should be every day. It should be every day, and you should take each day as a day to make a change and a day to start anew. Anew. We're Jack and Marmar. I'm Jack. I'm Marmar. Keeping it real. Keeping it clear. And and keeping keeping it it queer. We We love you. (laughs) Bye, honeys.